This is episode 532 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, The Best Survival Gloves You Should Get. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version, with some commentary, of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, I just want to remind you, if you are listening to this podcast on March 19th, 2019, this is the last day to download the free ebook, 140 plus tips to save money. So there is a link in the show notes if you're interested. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into our article of the podcast. It comes to us from survivalsullivan.com, and the title is The Best Survival Gloves You Should Get. Now, I want you to think about it. You go out to the garden, you work on, I don't know, maybe you're raking leaves, maybe you're hammering, whatever you're doing, maybe you're, you're sharpening some, uh, you know, some blades, whatever it might be. And you slip up and you can hurt yourself very easily. Right now, when you are in uh, just normal times, if you consider our times normal, uh, you can you know you can go to the medicine cabinet. You have every medicine you can want. If it's really, really bad, uh, you can go to you know to the emergency room, all that kind of stuff. What happens though, when you are in a true survival situation or an SHTS uh, situation and Something as simple as blisters, right? And you don't have all the hygiene products and all the different things that you normally would have. You got to be a little bit more careful. And so having gloves, having the proper safety equipment right now and in SHTF really makes a lot of sense. And so this article, it's one that, you know, I can't remember linking to an article like this about gloves in a long time on Prepper website. So I know that it's an, it's one of those topics that really, at least it should come up and we should think about it. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Like all pieces of personal protective equipment, or PPE, gloves are in an item you don't need until you do, then it's too late. Considering that our hands are the principal way we interact with the world around us, directly or with tools, it is a good idea to protect them from harm thereby enabling us to work harder, longer, and with less chance of injury. Thusly, for anyone to say nothing of someone actively preparing for an emergency or crisis, to have gloves close at hand, and ha, is common sense. However, great differences exist between gloves of various makes and brands, and knowing what type of build and material is ideally suited to your anticipated use is important for safety, comfort, and durability. So what is the task at hand? So the amount of gloves on the market today is nothing short of staggering, with seemingly an endless variety of brands to choose from for any conceivable climate or purpose. Before you set off trying to parse out which is best for you, consider the likely scenarios in which you will need them. Think about the weather conditions you will be experiencing. Are there any required features or secondary tasks that the gloves need to accomplish simultaneously? What is your budget? Are you best served buying one pair of top tier gloves or a couple lesser pairs if you think they will not survive long in service? 
An example of secondary features one may require would be enhanced dexterity, a touchscreen capable fingertip, melt resistance, cut or puncture resistance, or the like. You may want a padded palm for using manual tools or hard knuckles and joint protection for hands-on attitude adjustment. This is totally dependent on your occupation or anticipated scenario. For instance, I am usually carrying concealed or using a gun on a regular basis and big chunky gloves can hamper this significantly. Most of my gloves, even my heavier leatherwork gloves, are tailored to fit my hands closely and allow me to access my gun's controls without a hitch. Sometimes, those features are difficult or impossible to get in the same pair. You will find few gloves rated for deep cold that offer second skin-like dexterity. Flame-resistant gloves are typically only offered in a few types of materials and can often be expensive. Very dexterous gloves are usually made from thin and supple material and are quickly chewed up by serious manual labor or handling sharp or rough material. So life is about trade-offs and choosing your gloves is no exception. Most often, you will be able to choose a pair that can adequately cover a range of situations, but not always. If that is the case, you may decide to take two one to cover additional situations or make up for the shortcomings of the other. Be smart. Gloves weigh very little and take up hardly any room in a pack, but it is easy to go overboard. If you aren't stashing them in a vehicle or cross-loading them in multiple go-bags, make sure you are justified in having redundant pairs. Now, also keep in mind that used properly and often, gloves do wear out. Treat them like consumables. Don't spend so much on a pair of gloves that you cannot stand to see them torn up or abused. That would obviously defeat that purpose, exposing your skin to spare your fancy gloves. So let's talk a little bit about some basic varieties of gloves. Now, glove designs run the gamut from the very basic to extremely technical. This overview is far from exhaustive, but will cover the types that the average prepper already has in their possession or will consider purchasing. Keep in mind, you may require something more specialized. So the first category are work gloves. These can come in variety rangings from simple to jersey knit cotton to heavy leathers and hides. Their purpose is the same. Give your hands protection from sharp or rough materials, branches, rock, lumber, debris, and so forth and some protection from your tools, either blisters or sharper edges. Quality varies widely in this category, and for leather, the type and weight makes a difference both in feeling and durability. The classic yellow rancher gloves are a great all-around glove for many kinds of outdoor work and widely available. If quality and given proper care, they can last a long time. Another category are technical gloves. These are thin, typically synthetic gloves, usually featuring a slightly textured or grippy palm. These are designed to offer very good dexterity for fine manipulation of tools, including guns and parts. Most offer enough protection to prevent skin knuckles and scrapes. Some feature leather or reinforced palms and may have additional padding for any combination of palm, fingers, or back of the hand. Gloves of this type make a fine all-purpose selection, and thinner ones can even be used as a liner for heavy or cold-weather gloves. 
Now, do not expect any gloves of this type to last more than a few months if used constantly. Another category, cold weather gloves. As the name suggests, these are gloves suitable for insulation in cold weather. Some may feature waterproofing for dealing with work outside in the snow. Take care in selection if dexterity is required, as many are bulky and not necessarily suited to hard use. Durability and tear resistance will vary depending on the materials used. Then there's tactical gloves. I have included these in a separate category only because they are marketed accordingly. Most have DNA taken from both technical and work gloves. That is, they allow great dexterity and may be somewhat more durable than the average technical glove. Typically, found with back of hand and knuckle reinforcements. Expect to pay a premium for some brands. Note that many times a simpler, cheaper glove is the best option. Don't get taken by slick marketing and the fact that a particular military unit or celebrity trainer uses brand X. Be sure they articulate why they are the best for their purpose. Yours may very well be different. Then there's flame resistance and flame retardant gloves. Not the same thing. Flame resistant gloves are made from material that is inherently non-flammable and will not melt when in close proximity to flames or extreme heat. Note that these materials may burn but will typically do so slowly. Flame retardant gloves are instead treated chemically to be slow burning or self extinguishing. Know the difference and consult experts in their use before you trust your hands to one or the other. And then lastly, you're going to have disposable gloves. Now, gloves typically seen in doctors' offices, hospitals, and adorning the hands of nurses and EMTs or in your own first aid kit. You do have a first aid kit, right? So maybe made of latex, nitrile, or vinyl. For medical purposes, latex and nitrile are most common, with nitrile being superior overall, owning to its enhanced durability, typical lack of allergy response, and impermeability. Vital to have when working around blood, bodily fluids, and impromptu liquid or chemical spills, as other types of gloves will soak up liquids. Be sure you know exactly what these will and will not protect you against a must-have no matter who you are. So let's talk a little bit about quality and construction and selection. When choosing your gloves, be honest about your needs and the intended use. A dollar store pair of jersey work gloves may be fine to keep your hands clean when changing a tire or raking the lawn, but will fall short on durability. Common leather work gloves can certainly suffice for getting dirty rambling through the woods and may be worthwhile to have as supplements to another. Nicer pair as backups or supplements, but generally won't survive getting wet more than once or twice without deforming significantly. And many of us that practice a responsibly prepared lifestyle will necessarily have weapons close at hand. Ergo, our choices will often revolve around a technical glove that will not hinder our use of guns or knives. This is a fine idea, but you should also stress test your gloves for durability, especially for abrasion under load. Now, many will degrade surprisingly quickly under that kind of work, and we will be wearing our gloves most of the time for mundane tasks, not actively shooting with them. So make sure they hold up satisfactorily. Even if you are purchasing gloves with flame-resistant qualities, find out precisely what they will tolerate. 
even the same material in a different brand may have significantly lesser protective qualities. If the gloves claim imperviousness to water, are they waterproof or merely water resistant? Test them carefully. A live event is no time to be learning your gear's limitations. So a quick note on disposables. If you anticipate using your disposable gloves for chemical protection, again, take the time to know what chemicals will degrade your gloves and under what kind of time frame. If a serious biological or chemical hazard is part of your planning, you may very well want to look at heavier, purpose-made chemical protection gloves. That could be another article in itself, but selection charts are easily found on the internet. As with all our equipment choices, quality speaks. Learn about the difference between different leathers, cotton, and synthetic blends, and what that means for the lifespan and use of your gloves. You should pay attention to stitching, particularly the size and spacing of the thread itself. Widely spaced scrawny thread is not an indicator of quality. I once had a set of gloves with hard knuckles that, under sharp impact, broke the pitiful stitching around the knuckle shell, which then flew right off the top of the glove. Disappointing did not begin to describe it. I have not bought any from that maker since. If you must be able to use a smartphone or similar touchscreen device without degloving, make sure any pair you choose has conductive thread woven into the fingertips. So here are a few choices of gloves if you're interested in going to Amazon and checking them out. Uh, so, you know, you have somewhere to, to start. So talking about any category of equipment, there are some products that establish themselves as a consistent quality choice. Gloves are no different. Some may be iconic and others known only to dedicated professionals or enthusiasts. Below you will find gloves from a few categories that I have either used extensively myself or have the near universally good reviews from a variety of sources. So the favorite all-purpose glove is the Mechanics Wear Originals. Many of you probably saw this coming. For a dependable, affordable technical glove suitable for light labor, shooting, and keeping your hands protected from scrapes. Affordable, found everywhere, and available in myriad varieties, sizes, and colors so you can get ones that are a little more rugged or very light and supple, with or without the Velcro wrist closure. I have gone through a dozen pairs over the years. And guys, there's a link here for all of these here. The second one is the favorite work glove is the Magpul Core Ranch Gloves. These are your typical, you know, leather looking gloves here, right? So I am a convert on these. I have long preferred goat or deer skin leather for my work gloves as it offers a significant cut and abrasion resistance over most natural or synthetic fibers. I had long used any decent brands I could get at the local home improvement superstores, but decided to try these on a whim, being one of the few leather work gloves that features touchscreen compatible fingertips. The quality and durability have been top-notch and they are long-wearing. The fit is also close enough that they would not totally screw you up if you needed to use your gun. Modestly priced, get yourself a pair to keep in your go-bag. And then the favorite shooting specific glove is the PIG FDT gloves. Expensive for what they are, but really do live up to the hype, at least in this humble author's opinion. 
a technical glove made with superb attention to human engineering and synthetic materials. These were designed from the ground up to give maximum sensitivity and feel for using a handgun or a long gun. Supremely comfortable, be warned they do not last much longer than most typical technical gloves, but if you are an armed professional or a gun-centric individual, these may be worth the price. So let's go ahead and conclude it here with a few paragraphs, two paragraphs here. For the average person, gloves are simply for the protection of our hands, but for the prepared, they are insurance against injury, injury that could spell infection or a disability that prevents you from using your tools. You have more choices than ever, but it is my hope that armed with this simple guide, you will have an easier time narrowing down your selection and choosing wisely. Your hands are not so tough that they need no protection from the world's sharp edges. So glove up. All right, guys. So that's it for this article. And I think if you I think you will agree with me that it's an important one. We need to think about protecting our hands as much as possible. Now, you know, I buy cheap gloves whenever I'm at Home Depot and I'm, you know, sometimes I get the the, the cheap ones that come in the big package. Right. And I just have a lot of extra ones. Because I know for me, they're just kind of throwaway gloves. So I have some that are in my truck. And when I was on the campus, I would always get asked to jump vehicles and stuff like that. And so I would be opening up people's uh, hoods, a lot of the time moms, right? And I would open up their hoods and it would be all dirty. And I'd put my gloves on. So just not to get dirty and not really to have to deal with that. And so I have those there to change tires and stuff. But they just stay in my truck and you know they come in handy when I need them. And so this last week I was in the yard and I was doing, you know, doing all that yard work and stuff. And I was pulling weeds with the gloves that I was using to throw away all the other stuff that I had. And uh, these were not gardening gloves, right? These were just work gloves and and stuff. And uh, as I was pulling, I guess not as I was pulling, but at the end of the day, when I finished pulling all those weeds and I was digging down deep into the dirt, trying to get, you know, as much of the root of the weeds and all that kind of stuff, I noticed that it was just the way that the glove pressed up against my 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 fingernail. It It was kind of sore, you know, of course. I, you know, my finger wasn't that big of a deal. I just noticed it, right? And that's why I guess this article is also kind of significant to me right now is because I realized I didn't have the right gloves for pulling weeds or working in the garden and stuff like that. But they come in very helpful, right? And I've learned my my uh, lesson from years of raking leaves and working out in the yard, not having gloves. And it's just, you know, it, it's smart to have gloves. And so you think about if you ever, you know, right now you have all the options available, like he was talking about here in this article, one day we might not have those options. So maybe it's one of those things where you start looking into some gloves. Definitely, I I think you need at least, you know, a good set of work gloves and maybe some gardening gloves if that's what you do or whatever. But then the other one is, you know, the, the medical gloves. I think those are important as well. And I think you should stock up on those. You can use those all the time. And so whatever you're doing, yeah, you can have those in your first aid kit and your closet or whatever you do. And I think it's smart to have those as well. So uh, hopefully this has been a valuable article for you in a topic that maybe you haven't considered. And maybe you can start thinking about it a little bit more and like, okay, what gloves do I have? And you know, what would I really 
need these gloves for? What will I be doing? So like always, I'm going to link to this article in the show notes and you can go and even link to the uh, the gloves that they talked about here because you can go over to Amazon and check them out. And then make sure that you look at the reviews and look at what people are saying, right? That's the great thing about Amazon as you can see uh, you know, a bunch, you can see the the items that have a ton of reviews and see what people are saying about them. Uh, you know, you'll have the the people that just love everything about a certain brand. And then you'll have, you know, people that will give one star reviews and really they're just, it was something stupid like they didn't arrive on time or whatever. You know, look at the middle of the road. Look at the the fours and the threes and, and, and look at, you know, what they're saying and then make your decisions there. And whenever you have two, three, four hundred reviews on an item, well, then you know that you can, you know, there's there's a good selection of people out there buying it and leaving reviews where you can make some some good decisions there. So just uh, going to throw that out there. Uh, those will be linked in the article. And so the article will be linked in the show notes, like always. Well, everyone, that is it for episode 532. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Hey, can I ask you for a big favor? If you are a listener to the podcast and you haven't given us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or any of the other podcast networks, would you consider doing that? That's a great blessing and it helps the podcast get out there and in front of more eyes. So I would greatly appreciate it if you could do that. And also, don't forget, if you haven't connected with me, I'd love to connect with you on social media. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and especially over on the Facebook group. I'd love to have you over there. And so with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.